Welcome to the Miles Offside podcast where we talk a little bit of negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full and a whole lot of too close to missiles. I'm switching to guns. My name is Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, also known as Maverick. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, playing with the boys, Chuck Bailey and take my breath away, Ian Stimson. Gentlemen, I feel the need, the need for speed. I'm having connection issues, and all I got then was playing with the boys, Chuck Bailey. What the fuck has been going on? That's that's you. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Ian, yes, I am indeed a bit excited to answer your question. It is Top Gun Tuesday. Happy Top Gun Tuesday to all who celebrate, even though this is inevitably coming out afterwards. Although you might get this on the wide release day. So if you're going to see Top Gun on Thursday and or Friday, wherever you might be in the world, do enjoy and live in the knowledge that it is my favorite movie of all time. And I can say that without having seen it, because I'm going to be seeing it in a couple of hours. And by by the time you hear this, that will be true. <laughs> all of that will be true. Um, I am Top Gunned out because... I working at ITV it's almost as if we've had a fucking deal with the promo team of that movie and all we have been fucking talking about on news channels is fucking Top Gun <laughs> oh my god that's just, amazing just what ridiculous. do you know tell me things I don't know anything I don't, we've literally been you know covering the celebrity premiere covering how great the film is just just but without any actual details at all. It's just... It's got quite the buzz. Yeah. You might say they're buzzing the tower. <laughs> Full End of Top Gun Premier references. League season. We're talking about Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've waited since I was in diapers for this movie. All right, fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. We are very happy to have you. We are one American and two Brits, and we try to talk about the Premier League, but often get distracted by things like fighter jets and fish. If you're coming back, we appreciate it. We love you. Hope you enjoy this finale episode of our fourth season, um, which is crazy to say. But leave a review, uh, tell a friend, join us at patreon.com slash milesoffside and or milesoffsidepod, Ian. One just for you there. Um, it will be free this summer, so a good time to hop on if you want to check out some of the additional content that we have, whether that be the incredibly positive and wonderful Slack that we have of wonderful human beings. And I do have some questions for you about those people later in a second. What, like what their names are. Yes, that, among other things. Um, or, you know, my Nerdy Nerd episodes of, you know, when they randomly pop up on the Patreon feed or the FPL stuff, which won't be as useful, but at least you can get a taste of what it would um, sound like. Pardon? Why be as useful? <laughs> well, at, you know, I mean, you're giving tips on who to pick for Game Week 18, right? So, like, Game Week 18 was 20 game hey, weeks ago. Look, you know, that, that kind of knowledge is timeless. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of those archive episodes <laughs> is an absolute masterpiece, I'll have you know. But are you, uh, have you recovered from your hangovers yet, gentlemen? Uh, just about. Day two. I, <laughs> I've spent the last two days watching as much jackass content as i can just so that i know there are people that experienced worse pain than me during the last <laughs> two days even if it wasn't concurrent um bloody lovely time meeting up with uh lord ian of simpson as well as uh, some of our patreons to uh what's the last game of last game of uh, the football season go play some darts drink copious vast amounts of alcohol um make some friends along the way ian uh i know you you've made a made a lovely friend in one yeah. of the bars that was good um realized oscar that ian is an incredibly bad loser um especially and when, a bad winner from what i hear well, as well yeah especially when he finds out he was actually winning um livid i've never, <laughs> see, I've never seen him that way i was genuinely scared and about 40 percent turned on so um he did say that he's a much bigger asshole off the pod than on and that we are much nicer off the pod than we are on a bit of a you know mix it up to keep it interesting on air to be clear i was only upset with myself i was playing darts and there was 
times when I should have been doing much better and I was very upset with myself. But luckily there were cameras to capture it all as well. So Yeah, and then you went up to him and even though you're meant to get the footage sent to you, someone in our group requested it not be sent and be deleted. That was so, not me. Uh, <laughs> that was not me. I think me. that was you, apparently. Um, but yes, I um, recovered... And uh, what a bloody what a bloody game week thirty eight it was. Huh? Narrative, uh, energy, synergy of uh, games and things happening at the same time. Emotions. Were yeah. Had. So so tell me about your setup over there. Did you have like multiple screens going? You were all in a bar. Like, what did that look like? I mean, it's not America, so there's only three games on TV <laughs> because that that makes sense. Um, so we had Man City Villa. And we had Liverpool against Wolves and we had Leeds-Brentford. Um, and there were Liverpool fans around, Leeds fans, so no Burnley fans, obviously, because they don't have any, <laughs> uh, especially nope. now. And uh, a few Man City fans in there. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it was just really good. Watching everything at once, checking checking all the betting apps and the FPLs and the, all of that at the same time. I forgot how much fun it is when all the football happens at once. Yes, yes. And we'll, we'll get to the FPL of it all and the fan tracks of it all and everything later. But... Um... Ian, why don't you tell me how you felt like in that atmosphere? Was it is this your first time hanging out with people on the last day of the season to like have a big party, watch a bunch of games at once, or like is that um, something you used to do in university? I guess it didn't wouldn't have been on TV back then. Did they even have TV when you were in university? I don't know. That seems that seems rude. Um, there was <laughs> uh, yeah no, I don't think I've done this last day of the season in a in a pub before with with at least a few games on. Um, so no, it was good. It was good. Like Chuck said, I do wish because me and Chuck did the first Amazon night when uh, ten games at once were all covered. But obviously, it wasn't the end of the season. And uh, I think we were in a pub with how many games were on the big screens? Chuck, well, about I think it was six round. I think it was that Amazon was showing every game, but I feel yeah. like it was seven at once, and they had four on the TV, three or four on the TV, and then right. we had the other three on various devices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> celebrating mad shit like a Burnley player getting an assist because it was good for our FPL team and loads of other fans running up and going, oh, what's happened? And it's like, <laughs> nothing. Tarkowski's got an assist. <laughs> nothing that will make you think better of us and that we aren't just absolute fucking losers. Um, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Enjoyable, though. Enjoyable. Good, 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 good. Oh, we had all 10 over here, obviously, plus the goal rush feed. I watched the goal rush feed because I did not want to deal with having 10 different screens. Many goals. Um, Many, many, many things happening the whole day. I will say you had the two best games on. You had the City and the Liverpool game, which were like the most exciting ones, Um, because there was some fucking drama. Jesus, you want to get into the soccer of it? Yeah, let's let's stick to our remit. For once, um, in a way. How fucking exciting is it? We got to 10 minutes left in the season, and it was like, I don't know who's going to get this fucking title. That was so, so fun. So fun. It doesn't make sense that it should be the last game of the season. You know what I mean? But the probability of that happening is so slim, yet it feels like it happens way more than it should. Um, or at least like coming close to like the last one or two games, because Liverpool were what? 14, 17 points back in January and then just decided not to lose any more games uh, and have it going absolutely ham and even to the point where, you know, they parachuted in Steven Gerrard and Philippe Coutinho into Aston Villa <laughs> to like get as many allies as they could on side. And it almost worked, man. It really did. Like Villa go in one and then two up. Well, the, the problem was with the whole narrative is that Wolves are shit and pricks mm-hmm. and for some reason Liverpool decided to be very charitable and let them score <laughs> one of their like four goals this season um, mm-hmm. but in the first two minutes so 
instantly it kind of swayed the narrative massively um, that, that unfortunately meant that at no point during the day were Liverpool actually top. That's the only thing that spoiled it slightly, wasn't it? Wolves. But, wolves. There you go. No, I told wolves, you, we don't yeah, need but, them. We don't but, need them. <laughs> but specifically, <laughs> that I, I don't know, I always struggled to believe because Liverpool at no point in the day were top and that just sort of slightly spoiled it for me I mean I said at the time Chuck it was like if if Liverpool can't beat this Wolves team they don't fucking deserve the title so you know yeah it, so it uh, became an irrelevance almost but yeah that was that was fucking bad that they were 1-0 down I mean came back to one all fairly quickly I think but mm. yeah the the Villa first goal from from Cash anyway and then and then the second which was obviously Philip Coutinho with a, with a bloody lovely narrative inducing um, mm. goal was just, it, it, it was mad because at that point you know it was one all and two nil and you just thought all Liverpool need is another goal um, yeah. uh, you know all, all City needed was Ilkay Gundogan and uh, and five and a half minutes of just absolute madness <laughs> um, I think I think that's the only thing when you're watching multiple games um, at the same time because the problem is you can only have the audio for one yeah. so and they had the audio on for Liverpool and Wolves um, and so kind of the Man City goals were it just kind of you only really noticed because someone else had shouted something or, or tapped to you or whatever and then you looked to see it happening so it was kind of after the moment and we couldn't believe how quickly those those goals went in I think we missed at least one of them I think we missed the middle one and then thought at 3-2 we thought that was making it 2-2 and it was just so quick fire and so rapid 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 fire goals that it was do-do-do-do-do uh, <laughs> It, it, it was dizzying. It was incredible yeah. to watch. I had two screens going, um, and I had the goal rush on one, and then on the other one, I was switching back and forth between City and Liverpool, uh, depending on, like, basically my criteria was, like, next goal changes who wins the title, so I'm going to go to that game, right? right? So, like, Liverpool were one goal away, City were two goals away at that point. So I was switching back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, like, both commentary teams were crushing it in terms of like letting the moments breathe and like letting the crowd be nice and loud. And also like sometimes, you know, commentators like overdo it where mm -hmm. they're just like yeah. screaming and I'm like, guy, relax. Like it's not, it's, that's a bit much. They were really like, it, it felt organic. It felt, and for obvious reasons, um, given the teams involved, like 2012, that final day of the season where you're watching both of the Manchester teams. Mm -hmm. And the commentators did a great job that day on letting those moments breathe. And I think they did fantastic kind of like, it felt almost like they were organized in the way that they were broadcasting across the spectrum there. Because it'd be so easy for one of them to be like distracting or whatever, but it was amazing. And the soccer, like, fuck, man. City, what is this? The second most exciting way to get the title in the last, since the Premier League? Like... They were down 2-0 with like 15 minutes left and they scored 3 to win the fucking title. How incredible is that? It was amazing. I think we all did expect Liverpool to come through, which they obviously did. So it literally was, if if Man City can't do this, they're going to lose it in the last day. And we know from a stats point of view that Man City have been the best team. But I mean, it's in, it was it was incredibly dramatic. And because when... I don't know what you thought, Chuck, what you thought, Oscar, but when, when Villa went 1-0 up, it was like, okay, well, this happens sometimes. Especially to Pep. And it, and it literally had happened in the other game, right? It was like, yeah. Wolves had scored, they bloodied Liverpool's noses, they went shit, like when you just punched the biggest kid in the school thinking you're brave, going, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm going to get a pummeling now. And then Liverpool kind of 
came back at them a bit and you know when they equalized so quickly and yeah when Villa went one up you thought well that's not going to last for long it's City are going to get one back here I don't know man this is going to be a hot take but whatever I trust this Liverpool team in a one-off high-pressure game more than I trust this City team like if we were let's do the classic scenario of Space Jam right like aliens come and we have to pick one team to like defend us in a game against the aliens, I would vote for Liverpool, as much right. as that hurts me to say. So not the Looney Tunes. <laughs> They're not the Looney Tunes, correct. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I don't know. I thought maybe Daffy I don't know. Least. Do you know what I mean, though? Like they, I, as soon as Wolves scored, I texted my buddy Nick, and I was like, Wolves scored too early. Like, that <laughs> means nothing. Yeah. Wolves were the equivalent of England in an international final. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't spread too much joy now. You've scored. Don't celebrate. You twat. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, you, you, you're absolutely going to cock it up. But yeah, I think. Well, the the thing with Liverpool is the mentality monsters thing, right? That that Klopp calls them and whatever. And and the City have tried to take that a bit, a bit. And and Guardiola to say they've got a mentality and whatever. But I just think as a siege, one off. Yeah, if if you had to, if it was like a proper all or nothing one shot game. I mean, it's why Liverpool are in the Champions League final, right? Again, and then they, they won before City haven't managed to do that. No, Pep, Pep loves to choke in big situations. Like, that is a thing that he is rightly so known for and criticised for. Like, that is his his sort of fatal flaw. And and I thought for a second, especially when that second Villa goal went in, I was like, holy shit, is he pepsing this up on the last day of the season? <laughs> well, like, that's, what is- that's, that's so only when I started to doubt it. Like, as, as I say... Uh, with with one goal, with Villa winning one nil, I thought, nah, this is still this is still going to be Man City's day, you know. But when it went two mm-hmm. nil, and I trusted that Liverpool would win, I was like, fuck this! I know, you know, like this. Really Alarm bells were going. Now. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! So do we think City deserved it then? Well, I think you can't. It's it's, it's a thirty eight game season, and you can't necessarily say that either team. It was at the point where it was like the F1 season last year, where it had been such mm-hmm, a roller coaster mm-hmm. throughout that you were like, you know what? It's down to this last game, and we're at such a constant throughout the season that you're like, whoever does win this game does deserve to win the league. Like that's that's just it. And I, I think you know we we had a few Liverpool fans who, when I was very drunk and was then consoling them and saying like it's all right you've also won the fucking league cup the fa cup and the champions league and and they, all the people i spoke to were very kind of like yeah it it it's shit but it's you know we didn't really expect to win and whatever and, and i think you could tell from like klopp's post match interview he was so effusive in his praise for guardiola and didn't he wasn't spiky or anything like that so, there was yeah. just yeah there was just positivity and and guardiola was obviously well he was bawling his eyes out the second it happened which yeah. was tears we've only seen in the past for sergio aguero um maybe oh, he, because, he felt this yeah. one because I think he felt it slipping away. As we as we mm-hmm, say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with with the second Villa goal, um, he felt it slipping away definitely because yeah. the, if it's not like Wolves had scored a second goal, then if Wolves had scored a second goal, you could go right, okay, well Liverpool have got the number to do, but Man City absolutely had the number to do, and they've not always done it in the past, as you say, with the big game stuff. So it, yeah, he felt this one big time. Villa were playing well enough that they were beating City, right? And they did... We saw this with West Ham a couple of weeks ago. West Ham went two ahead. It, they got a bit... Uh, shit themselves a bit. And so then went, <laughs> right, retreat and 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 defend and do whatever. And it's like, but that's not what got you to this spot in the first place. You can't 
You can't do that against you City. Can't you can't withstand it. Yeah. You cannot withstand it. You you certainly can't withstand it to the point you can keep a clean sheet, and you certainly can't withstand it to the fact you can keep a clean sheet twice in a season against them. No, from memory, no team did that this season, <laughs> keeping two well, two clean sheets against. I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. Manchester City, not one team. Don't you don't need to look that up, guys. Not even one. <clears throat> um, well taken. And 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 that happened, and they and it. And it fucked them because then City, City could come back into it. And once they got one goal, rattled them to the point where then, yeah, five minutes later, I mean, 12 minutes from 12 minutes from going 2-0 up, Villa were 3-2 down. That's and mad. that yeah. was just, yeah. I mean, that's just the Steven Gerrard DNA in it. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Ripped large. Ripped large. But I, I, Oscar, you might not want to hear this, but we got into the last day and I was sat down and we were chatting with Ian beforehand and I was looking at the games coming up and obviously we were waiting for the, the lineups and what have you. And I went, you know what? I really, I really want Liverpool to win it. I really <sighs> did. I wanted Liverpool to win. So then the fact that they had the domestic treble and then for them to go on and win the Champions League to have a quadruple because for me, and, and like, I don't, particularly love Liverpool as an entity but you know this Liverpool team are entertaining to watch right we said they are a few, fun. we said about three, I think it might have been our first season actually and maybe it's why your buddy Nick picked Liverpool we said for a neutral coming in now if you were to just pick like the most exciting team to watch Liverpool would probably be one of the ones right because it's just it was just hectic and they they yeah it, they hadn't had the defensive solidity i think this might have been when they just got van dyke or they I, I can't remember the timelines of it um but anything like that if they'd have won the quadruple it's more the fact that it would have made manchester united even more irrelevant in the pantheon of english oh, football yeah <laughs> just that's true that, that is true just the fact that if if Liverpool and and even now I think this Liverpool of t- achievement of being one point behind City, winning the two domestic cups and being in the Champions League file is probably still is on a par with anything that fucking Man United did in over a single season. Like it, it's incredible anyway. But if they'd have won the quadruple, hands down, you could you couldn't dispute because all these people that say it's only goals that matter, it's only trophies that matter. You go, okay, he's literally won all of them in one season. This is the best team that's ever been in England, or the most successful that, team that over would a single have been season. So infuriating because they're not even the best team in England this year. <laughs> so for people to say the best team of all time, yeah, the most uh, successful would be would, would be like the ultimate like anti analytics for the rest of my life. I will die on this hill. They weren't the best team, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, thank God, I don't have to deal with that for forever. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would have I would have loved it, and they, you know, there's still a chance. But you know, Real Madrid are all about knocking out English teams and knocking out new money on their on their way to the, the to this Champions League final so might get a chance but I think that's why a lot of Liverpool fans were kind of you know that being able to win on the last day of the season would have kind of been the cherry on top of of the season so far which which you can't say hasn't been successful for them especially considering how we thought they would do um and where they were the fact that they even kept it to within a point by the end of the season is pretty fucking yeah, because I came, I came into the season talking about the age curve and Salah, Firmino, and Mane, and I think I had them third probably in my predictor league. Um, and just out, and both of their new strikers really caught, I feel like, caught everyone off guard, and that's a huge part of their story this season, mm-hmm. is Diaz and Jota just emerging as like the next generation, and so now they don't have to worry about that drop-off as much. If Mane or Salah drop off next season, which is likely at least one of them will, if I had to guess, 
we saw that in Firmino this year. Like, he was good, but in very limited minutes was he capable. Like, he just got too old to play regularly. But that's part of what that that is what aging is, is you're more prone for injuries, like you're missing minutes, you're, you know, that's like that's literally coming out. But now like that's not a huge issue for them. And I and I very much understand why a new fan would pick Liverpool. Like when Nick was choosing, we had a lot of conversations about like he just wanted to know about like the history of the teams and the culture and like famous matches that have happened in the last like ten years or whatever, you know, like what am I getting myself into if I pick team X, right? Um, and I very willingly, uh, like, shepherded him towards one of the choices being Liverpool, because I think that's a great choice, like, as much as that hurts me to say, because I hate Liverpool. When I set my bias aside, they're really fun. They're really, really cool. They're run through analytics. They're American-owned, so they have, like, they're likely to come here for summer tours, which is important. They're just a cool fucking team, man. They're really good. I get it. I totally get it. It's the excitement, isn't it? Because it's the the, the heavy metal football thing isn't a myth. It's it, it, it is real. Watching Man City can sometimes be seventy percent going through the motions, the important motions of largely keeping clean sheets, but you know, the going through the motions, passing quite a lot, and thirty mm-hmm. percent absolutely beautiful, like really beautiful football. And whereas Liverpool is just hundred percent chaos, just hundred percent, you know, fun vibes, and just it's, it's constantly pressing almost regardless. <laughs> it's just it, it's well, just and it's, fun, and fun it's counter watch, attacking. You know? City like yeah. Guardiola hates counters and that kind of thing. It's not it's not what you're looking for, which is why I think a lot of players, um, you know, kind of struggle a bit to adapt because it's not going on that kind of instinct and being close to the team. It's why I think the the Erling Haaland thing might be is is going to be really interesting for. Yeah. For next season, oh because if God. you watch if you watch a lot of his goal highlights, it comes from kind of ball over the top, mm. uh, almost Vardy esque, and the fact that he's you know he's six foot four and can run. I think he did sixty meters in six point two seconds the other day. Someone was telling me, Blimey. that's fast for the Americans. That's very <laughs> fast. A six foot four guy effectively doing a ten second hundred meter sprint, like. That's that's insane. He runs like a fucking freight train. He's the Ivan Drago of football. Um, but that's why it's interesting to me if that's going to be a lot of his goals. Like he's to he is obviously going to be prolific there. Um, I just wonder if he's going to have a the Guardiola adaptation yeah. uh, season well, where like, like Zlatan at Barcelona. We've seen that before. We've seen elite elite Ballon d'Or level strikers go to Pep teams and not figure it out Thierry and then Omri. just get shipped on in like two seasons well this is it because I think while Haaland is obviously incredibly talented you've got Pep I I don't know whether we've yet seen how intelligent he is as a player and Pep tends to require intelligence not just sure pace and strength and, and, and that and I'm not saying that's all Haaland's got no, but I'm I think saying he has that as well it's, it's his yeah, maybe, it maybe I'm just saying that hasn't been we'll fully see whether he's yeah. got that in a pep team that's all I'm saying yeah yeah I, think I will so. say that Haaland is young enough that I think he, Pep can make him whatever he wants well that's true mm-hmm. and yeah. he just sees someone with like raw technical skills and athleticism mm. and is like okay well that's a young enough mind that like you know any of those like football perverts in the very actual sense of it <laughs> love to get someone that they can like sort of mold in their yeah. footballing image, right? And so, like, I think that a young person like Holland is a perfect. But case yeah, but, there. but but what I think is, is the, you know, people saying, "Oh, he's 40, 50 goals." Like, I don't, I, 
I don't think so. I no, think, no, 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 I think no, he I don't gets, see that. I think he gets... Th- this is the way I see the narrative going, because we look at it with Grealish this season at City, where because he hasn't produced his Villa-level numbers, where he was the only creative outlet, effectively, in that team at the time, and was posting, like, prime Eden Hazard-level um, numbers, like, good Eden mm-hmm. Hazard numbers, yeah, 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 um, and then went to City, they all said, oh, well, the move wasn't good, um, he's shit now, and blah, 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 because... He's having to learn how to be in a system and in a system with the fact where, like, there is no star in that team. Like, wait, there is, is that part of the narrative around him? Yeah. In, yeah. It, with, with the shit. Really? Yeah. With the talk shit. Talk, sorry, talk sport and the terrible <laughs> gammon radio hosts. Uh, Man, the, 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 they're just even dumber things, than I give them they credit. They just say for. things for reactions. What will happen is Holland will come in. Um, he does also have injury issues, whatever. Yep. He'll probably come mm-hmm. in. And he'll score like 20 goals, maybe 22 around ish, the golden boot now. And they'll, but they'll still be coming out and saying, well, no, he's clearly not as good as anyone said. There's fucking blah, 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 blah. That's kind of the way I foresee the narrative going I th- I in this country. I think you're bang on there. I think you're absolutely yeah, 100% same. there. Uh huh. He'll get like 35 in all competitions, but a lot of Champions League and like FA Cup goals that like, you know, the mainstream media won't really count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but that, that's the way I foresee it. And, and that's because it's, I, th- I think that this, this city team needs to also learn again how to play with that kind of a striker or a focal point in, in the middle, potentially. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, it kind of picking nits here, but to, to say they're going to, oh, they're going to, oh, they're going to struggle to adapt. Like they're struggling to adapt is they only get 92 points next season <laughs> rather than the 97. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just Their think bigger these, concern is in defense. These for guys sure. are on, yeah, well, it's injuries, but these guys are on such a high level that we have to find something to talk about. But <laughs> it was just, it was just fun. I mean, Oscar, you didn't do the XG, but Man City was 2.9 to Aston Villa 0.3. Yeah, um, wow. and Liverpool. It was Liverpool was three point two to Wolves is one point one. So they yep. fully just went for it and did everything on the day and fully deserved it. And I just want to thank them for a, a bloody fun <laughs> season and a bloody lovely yep. day of narrative. Um, honorable mention to the North London teams for both scoring five and just putting up like monster <laughs> xgs and crazy performances <laughs> to for no, to no avail. Like it just finished the way you know. I'm glad. Um, that it was. Well, give them the full, was, them the full fun fixture shout out. The full fixture shout out with the scores and the XG. Go on. All right, Arsenal three point one to Everton one point one on XG five one on the scoreline. Just the five. And Tottenham five zero three point seven to zero point three on XG against Norwich. Norwich, you are Norwich. relegated <laughs> yes. on so many levels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Down to League One with Peterborough, yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Those were good performances. Both of those teams are pretty good. They both have a lot to sort of develop on going into next season if they want to catch up to the best three, even just catch up to Chelsea and be at that level beneath Liverpool and City. Um, remains to be seen. They have the talent. Uh, at least one of them has the manager. Um, I still don't know that Arteta is a top four manager. I, I continue to ask that question. It's fine to ask that question. Yeah, and I think it's gonna. It's a work in progress, though, isn't it? That's the thing. That, it's been a work in progress since Frank was a work in it progress. It always will though. be. Frank is still a fucking work in progress. He is not. He is not the man to lead Everton into the future. Um, but <coughs> you got him. I, I, I think we've. Uh, <laughs> such a shame. I don't have video on. Never mind. Um, I d- I just think Arsenal. He. he He's had to kind of stamp his authority again. Like we saw the whole Abamyang thing and getting rid and shipping him out and kind of clearing the decks in a lot of ways to kind of set a real 
energy and team mentality, which I think is kind of gravitating within the fans as well. Um, I said last week that, you know, there is actually an atmosphere at the Emirates, which I don't think it's had for its whole basically the whole time it's existed as a stadium That's, that is what you've been hearing from Arsenal fans who, who go that it's it's actually been different well, this season well the squad is young and full of players from the academy so every, everybody loves them I mean it's kind of, it's a lot like Chelsea right now the vibes have been good even when we're not winning because like Mount and Reese are just fun to yeah. have you know what I mean like they're just guys that we love and I think that the main thing that we all, you know, when we can joke about, I mean, how long he's been there now, three, it's, it's probably going into the fourth season, whether it's the fourth whole season, I don't know. I think it's been like two and a half. But like this, this is the guy's first managerial job. And if we'd have said Arsenal would finish fifth at the start of this season, everyone would have laughed at us. Like, That's I mean, true. To be fair, Oscar, you had them sixth. Uh, I had them ninth in the predictor league wow. and Ian had them seventh. Um, shout out Oscar for actually putting Liverpool fourth in the predictor league. Oh, nice. Man United. Was I that hot on Man United? <laughs> you were that hot on Man United. Um, that Jaden Sancho move should have been such a good move. Yeah. They're so bad. They're so bad. Anyway, fuck them. That's the last time we talk about them. Well, no, we'll, they'll get a mention a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's kind of judging him with the fact that this is literally his first job and Arsenal were such a fucking basket case that while I agree with Oscar that there is no way to know at this point if he is ever going to reach the the, the top tier managers, um, as it were, I think you can also appreciate that he's he's done a bloody good job um, at Arsenal this season to overperform and to reach a level where an Antonio Conte team has only finished you know two points above them. If you see what I mean. Okay, but that's what I mean. Let me ask you this question. If they had any of the current top four managers, so Pep, Klopp, Tuchel, or Conte, do you think they would have been fourth place? Because well, yes, I do. they would have been higher, yes. But that's, that's I, I don't get the point that's you're trying to make. That's the difference, though. No, but I've said that they're not, he's not as good as that. But Arsenal was yeah. so fucked and such a basket case, they, they weren't getting that manager. They weren't. So he's, That's fair. That's fair. And he did a good job. Like, they finished solidly fifth. Yeah. That's a solid fifth place, um, deserving to be there by the underlying numbers. And, you know, they're, they're more enjoyable to watch. There seems to be a good squad harmony. There seems to be a good link between the fans and the team on the pitch. And so I can't wait for it all to fuck up this summer when they don't buy players. <laughs> <laughs> I do fear of Spurs going into next season. I'll say that. Um, if they get the right one or two moves, and I don't know what those are, but if someone can figure those out for them, mm-hmm. for Conte to have like a really efficient team next season, I do fear that they could catch up more than other people might even realize yeah. to the bigger teams. Well, apparently, apparently, uh, Daniel Levy is releasing 150 million pounds of capital to Spurs. Oh fuck me! Yeah. Which... All right, well, that's fun. So even though Conte got two million quid bonus for getting Spurs into the Champions League, um, he still hasn't necessarily confirmed he's going to stay. <laughs> that's true. I think I think that is probably part of a potential Conte sweetener, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. uh-huh. this this capitalization is is sort of like come on, come on, stay with us, yeah, please. Exactly. We've that's said- fifty million to Conte and a hundred million on one star signing. <laughs> possibly, yeah, <laughs> yeah possibly. Yeah, it's it's that's that's going to be interesting. I mean, Spurs getting Champions League football, and and obviously Arsenal didn't have any European competition this year today so yeah um, it'd be interesting to see how they deal with that but obviously increased revenue should mean they sign a few more players whether they sign the right players or not we'll see they'll be better next year by 
the fault of those players being a year older also. Like, yeah. they could do nothing and They're be better next They're super young. Year. They are super young, yeah, that exactly. team. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I said as well, I think to Jeff about 50 million times on Sunday when I was really drunk that I think Ryan Sessegnon's going to be an absolute fucking beast next year. Um, simply for the fact he's a young, talented wingback and he's going to be managed by Antonio Conte. That's my shout for next season. Uh, and I guess we can finish off with a rest in RIP in peace and see you fucking never. Bye, Burnley. <laughs> peace out. It was not good to know you. Fuck oh, off. <laughs> they are, oh boy, they are going to fall through the trapdoor hard, I think. Well, now I feel a little guilty about what I said, but well, either way, <laughs> no, I don't want like people who love the club to be sad. Well, that's that's or, like, the thing. Not, that, you that's know the, what I mean? That's the yeah. thing that happens with this, and this is the perils of football and and the way that it's done, right? Because we've mentioned a few times over weeks that Burnley had a massive buyout this year, um, yeah. but it was a leveraged buyout, so the debts just put fucking onto the club, and that was it was a sixty million pound loan. Um, which they, which everyone is reporting that the majority of needed to be repaid if Burnley went down. So, I mean, in terms of parachute payments, now that's gone. You know, they're wow. going to need to generate all through player sales. So Maxwell Cornet, I believe, has a 17 million release clause. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Someone will snap him up, I reckon. I can't see Nick Pope staying there, who has been no. absolutely immense for them for God knows how long and is part of the reason why they've been able to anger Oscar for so many years. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he's incredible. I'd take him at Chelsea, honestly. No disrespect to Mendy. No, no, he'd be brilliant at that level uh, as like a, a competition keeper or something like that, mm. I reckon. But he's, um, you know, who else? Veghorst probably won't stay. Off. Tarkovsky wasn't signing a new contract anyway. He's gone. Do, does someone come in for Ben Mee as, as club captain? Um, Dwight McNeil, very young, talented. Nathan Collins showing good signs as a defender. Like that team could be about to be absolutely shredded. Um, really could. And so I could, I could see them, you know, Dropping, dropping again, not necessarily being one of the ones to to, to come back. But the, the, and this is exactly what we talk about with football: the business model being broken. You know that the leverage buyout thing, it only works. It's a disgusting practice in every in every way. Well, no matter it is. What, it no is. No matter what, it absolutely hinges on the fact that they stay in the Premier League. And this is fucking Burnley. It's not Everton, who would never go down. <laughs> you know, 350 just, million what how much debt Everton how much debt <laughs> yeah fuck off Jesus but Christ. you know Burnley have been in the relegation scrap a few times in the six or seven years or whatever it is they've every out. time apart exactly. from that one so, time they qualified for Europe this made no business sense to do this as a leverage buyout and and uh, yeah Burnley could go the way that Leeds went that Luton went that many clubs went when they dropped out of the top tier you know I wonder where Burnley's money's gone it's a fair, it's a fair point. <laughs> you know, because like you get, I know they they say getting promoted is worth however much it is now, one hundred eighty million. Let's yeah, say. Burnley haven't spent it. But obviously, there's parachute payments. Where's that money gone? That's a very good point because yeah, genuinely, I think over Dyche's time, I think their their net spend was negative. So yeah, someone I, needs to get on that. One yeah. of the, <laughs> an investigative journalist needs to get on that and say, "Where's Burnley's money? Follow the money." Chuck's getting his conspiracy. We need a fucking true club. Well, they don't. They don't spend. They've never spent fuck all no. on players. They've never rebuilt the stadium. They're only talking about doing um, academy kind of stuff and redeveloping that as part of the buyout that, that's just come in. Yeah. They the players weren't going to be on high wages. Where's Where's the money? <laughs> yeah. That's why I asked. I asked you. Trail. 
dear listener, you know, open your eyes to the world around you. <laughs> well, that's enough about Burnley for my liking. Bye-bye, Burnley. Bye-bye, Watford. Bye-bye, Norwich. Norwich and Watford will probably see you again next in two years' time. <sighs> Who's coming up? Who do we got coming up? Fill the people in on who we should be expecting in the season next season. By the people, do we mean you? Yes, and the yes. other people in America, probably. Um, not to be okay, so nationalist. but Two clubs that um, you know, and um, you know, I don't love one of them. Uh, Bournemouth are okay. coming up as finishing second place. And uh, Safira Gold! He'll find it. There it is. Okay. Thanks, mate. Um, so Fulham are coming back. Oh, oh, yay. Oh, good. I love Fulham in the Prem. That makes me happy. Yay, Fulham. Yeah, yeah two extra wins in it. Um, <laughs> 40, 41 goal, Alexander Mitrovic. Will he be coming with them? Who knows? Um, and then we have, uh, we record on Tuesday. And this coming weekend, it is Nottingham Forest versus Huddersfield. Obviously, we're rooting for Forest. Of course. Of course. Um, in the playoff final at Wembley to decide the, the final spot in the richest game in football. So that'll be very interesting. Please, not, just not Huddersfield. Like, on so many <laughs> levels, um, Nottingham Forest. We have Patreons that we love that support Forest. No one likes Huddersfield. Um, they had pitch invasions that many people had pitch invasions. Stop. Yeah, don't we need go to not do on that. the pitch. Don't go on the pitch. We can't, we just got nice things back. Don't let them take the nice things away again. You're yeah. nearly getting safe standing, you twats. And now you're fucking running on pitches and kick- Patrick Vieira will come around your house and kick each one of you <laughs> if you run ahead in the new year, New Year's Day when you're really fucking hungover. He's going to come around your house and he's going to kick you right in the shin with his winkle picker boots, and you're going to be sorry. Um, so just please don't do it. Please don't do it. Do we want to give a, a Chelsea mention for beating Watford? Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. Oh, for the game? I didn't watch the game. Kai Havertz <laughs> scored. I saw that. Kennedy got an assist. Kennedy. 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 That's right. Yeah, when I saw Kennedy was in the starting lineup, I was like, okay, fuck, I'm not even going to have them on the third screen. Like, fuck Chelsea. <laughs> they won. Fine. Whatever. Who cares? We got third. We were always going to have third. We've a been Ross in third Barkley, since like January. A Ross Barkley. A Ross Barkley. He scored? Ex- I didn't even know. You're. Ex- I'm finding this out from you right Oscar, now. Oscar, Oscar, please <laughs> let me get... Allow this to breathe. Sure. A Ross Barkley winner in extra time against Watford. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. That is amazing. That sink in, buddy. Nice, um, nice. Will Chelsea be better next year? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Can't be worse. Um, I mean, uh, you would hope that, and maybe that's a fool's hope, that we won't have as injury-ravaged of a season next season. I think that's a big part of the story for us. I still think that we have, like, when healthy, the talent level to compete. We did all of the second half of last year. But, yeah, I think we'll be better. I, I can give you some hope with an absolutely meaningless stat, if you want. Yes, please. Uh, that you had, uh, if all the matches <laughs> finished at half time, you had an invincible season. So. Yes, yeah, we were, the, we're the only team in Premier League history to never co- never go into half time. Cut that trophy behind. in half, Arsenal. We're sending it to Stamford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, other crazy stat was that Liverpool didn't concede a single penalty. Was that right? The whole season. Um, up to Joe for that one. Uh, Chuck, let's finish go. this way, just like very, very quickly, without even going into the details, particularly. Let's give our teams a rating from 0 to 10 as far as how happy we were with the season compared to maybe we were coming in or however you want to evaluate that. I'll go first. Uh, 
disappointed, so I'm going to give Chelsea a seven out of ten. A seven out, a seven out. You, ooh, okay. I was going to say if that's we, where I'm at. What if, do you want? That's if where we I'm at. would, if we were doing school grades, I would give Chelsea an F plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a seventy. So that's, yeah, seven out of ten. That's a set. What? What is your what? What? That's a weird grading system. Sixty-five is failing, so seventy is like just barely passing. That's you're, an F plus. Okay, you're Jesus. okay. I, I take it back. Then you're a three out of ten. Um, that, <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah. Okay, great, great, great. I mean, we won the World Cup and the. I count those. Like, as, I count those. As we last were year. very, very close to beating Liverpool for both of those things Ooh, that they won. We came close. Ooh, we like Arsenal. We ran a really saying, close for sixty we minutes. Bad. Ooh, we I wouldn't give it a three for me. What about Palace? Where do you give Palace? Uh, 8.5 or a 9, I think. I don't, yeah, I, I'm at a 9 too. I Incredible. Think it has Incredible to be season. based on pre-season expectations for which no one, apart from the fact that I genuinely put Palace in 12th on my Predictor League predictions, could have predicted Palace would finish 12th. Um, and, no, and no one it's could have just, known. No one could have known. I, I knew. Um, Phenomenal season for for so many reasons. Um, you you will have heard it. I, I've certainly heard it on quite a few podcasts about the fact that it's been a surprise for everyone. The the overhaul in the summer, uh, the the terrible situation we were going to be in um, because we were losing Roy and he was such a good um, defensive manager. Enjoy your relegation, Roy, and your retirement. Um, and you know Vieira coming in. I was skeptical at first, but you know kind of won me round in in the mentality that I've seen from the team and it's it is from the from the very get go you could tell we were working towards something and they were putting in a fucking load of effort and there were mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm, lots mm-hmm. of pain along the way um lots of late conceding goals silly mistakes um unfortunate performances in semi-finals of of the FA Cup but we got to we got to fucking FA Cup semi-final yeah. and finished 12th whilst having underlying numbers of 6 in a massive rebuild system with a manager who's never managed in the in the, the league before a completely new backroom staff everything assistant manager um first team coaches player development coaches even the the conditioning and and co- coaches and that kind of thing which is why I think we've not had as many injuries this season clearly the last people when they didn't know what the fuck they were doing um so would you say it's your best season of all time i mean it's not if in terms of points it's not we would just no, no, no. Short, just for you annoying. like your is this like your best season um as far as i can remember it's the season where the performances have been the best in that you know we've had seasons where like Tony Poulis won manager of the season, for example, but the the football we were playing was proper, like, fucking turgid and backs to the wall and attritional. Kind of, Allardyce has the same, Hodgson was the same. Like, it, it just wasn't... Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, as long as you got the result, you were fine. A lot of the time this season, we may not have got the results, but I was okay with, like, the performances because there was enough going on to tick along. Um, and, I, and I think it's 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 a lot of hope for, for next year. It's just whether now there's a bit more expectation and, and how we kind of take that next step and, and develop to kind of consolidate that position um, and get a little bit higher or a little bit closer to how we're performing and maintain that, that same level. But play, it, players getting England call-ups, um, new exciting talent coming through. Good vibes. Party times. Very nice. Ian, what about you? Just give our two clubs quick ratings. Numbers, numbers. Uh, Chelsea, I would give a six, and uh, Palace, I would give a, a seven or an eight because, as I say, I think your 
the, the results will come with the experience of seeing out games and stuff. You know, you've yep. as, as you've said, you've got a young squad and a new manager, and to to be where you were is is pretty pretty amazing, like numbers wise. So you will more strongly correlate with those numbers as those mm-hmm. players grow up and as the manager sort of can stamp more of his feel on the on the squad just for you know for by virtue of being there longer and uh yeah i think it's i think it's uh, palace is so well established in the premier league now and one of those that are on the upwards trajectory whereas there are other clubs who are certainly on the downwards trajectory so yeah i think it's pretty good times at palace at the minute the vibes uh, the final one, which I'm ashamed that we've blown over the game, the the kind of the, the saddest note, the only real thing of note in the uh, Chelsea Watford match, of course, was um, Dino. We felt we say farewell to Big Mike Dean. Um, always wanting, oh. always wanting to be box office. No yellow cards given in that game. Unbelievable. Um, play the sad song. Play the sad song. Play the sad song. Um, speaking of the sad song, if you if you do watch him at full time, oh. I I dare you to watch that and not get a little tear in your eye. He, you he could tell it. he he did two arms above his head for the first whistle, <laughs> meaningful pause, two arms straight ahead for the second whistle, adjusted his shirt, oh. looked around for the last time, and said, "Yep, yeah, I've slaughtered enough chickens to fill this whole place with blood." Um, not taking the job at PGMOL. I'm so upset. I'm sure we'll see him on reality TV soon. Oh, um, you know what we mentioned about him being a ballroom dancer or whatever? He is yeah, he's every, everywhere. Every fucking interview he's doing, he's saying that. He is absolutely yeah. begging and, for Strictly. And whilst I say that he wasn't box office on the end, we've all been talking about Big Mike Dean. Um, no one's talking about the fact that John Moss and Martin Atkinson also retired. Fuck him. <laughs> We're only caring about Big Mike Dean. Um <laughs> We Did hardly you see knew you. Leicester's <laughs> Vardy and Kasper Schmeichel giving a, a, a shirt to uh, John Moss. There's a picture from them giving a shirt to John Moss in the dressing room that says, thank you for retiring. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's absolutely brilliant because the best thing about it is it's obviously banter, but yeah. like Jamie Vardy's in the photo and he's just proper, just deadpan. Just <laughs> It looks like he's genuinely <laughs> happy. It's absolutely brilliant. Doesn't want to be there. brilliant. Oh, and um, I did want to do a shout out for uh, Adam. We had a relegation battle on the last day of the season, second to last place versus third to last place, bottom two going down in the Fantrax League. And Adam came out with the big win. They're staying up in the top flight for next season in the Premier Mop League. And uh, Johnny Boy Werthers will be joining you chumps down in the championship. Who won the Who won the Premier League? Uh, I I did. Oh, I did. You did. You did. Who won the yep. Who won the championship, Oscar? Uh, you did. Correct. Who had the better win ratio? Uh, did you? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's because I've works, been, for the last four weeks, mm-hmm. only yeah, Chelsea, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Chelsea have been dog shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Seven out of ten, though, apparently. Um, what's next? What do we do next? I don't host yet. What do I do? Uh, f- why don't you tell me what happened with the FPL? Didn't you and Jeff have something exciting? Oh, it's good times <laughs> on the FPL. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't me. Well, it, it's it's a shame because I, I let it slip quite badly and Ian went ahead of me at one point a few weeks ago. Um, but then I stormed back with loads of points. And then we went into the, the final game of the season and there was 16 points uh, between... or Yeah, 16 points between myself and Jeff in third and second. Um, shout out to Patreon uh, Rob Heppenstall on winning. 
Um, Ian's trying to get in touch with you to give you your winnings, yeah, your money. Be in touch next week for the monies. Next money, once he's got it out of his Peterborough special Peterborough bond, uh, it's not must state it is not a pyramid scheme. Um, sure. Posh coin, it is, yeah, yeah. it's it's a new thing, it's something cri- crypto, crypto, never, never heard of it, but guys, um, I'm a crypto bro now, come on. I've been mining posh coin for hours, Ian, don't worry, so have I, but I got choked up with asbestos. <laughs> Rob Heppenstall came out of nowhere whilst we were distracted fighting uh, between ourselves and uh, stuck it. But on the final day, uh, Jeff and I, there was like 16 points between us. um, And I beat Jeff by 16 points to tie it up. Um, I was one point ahead and then Leeds scored a second goal, uh, which did me minus one. Um, but by virtue of the fact I had taken less transfers throughout the season, I finished ahead <gasps> of Jeff. So- wow. Yeah, on transfers made. Oh, I love that so much. Well, and, and the best thing was that I rolled the transfer going into the final week. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Absolute scenes. Absolute. That's incredible. Yeah, so I've got another transfer when we start again next year. That's, That's how, how that works. works. Yeah. yeah. And uh, have my best ever fantasy football finish of 29,129. So, never been in the top 100,000 before. That's very incredible. Yeah, never been in the top 100,000 before. So, I thought, you know, like George Michael said, if you're going to do it, do it right. Um, sure. So you're going to retire? You're going to retire? This is going to be your best ever yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. only ever go down from here. You no, should retire. Yeah, no more. No more. That's it. I'm done. Or, or I'll have another child so that I get the, the new the new baby bounce that I got last time. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, Ian, do you want to talk about your... You you did quite well in the end. You were happy with it, weren't you? I think. I seem to um, remember. I, I don't know. It was I, I, So I finished just outside the top 100k. Um, mm. And... It's a yeah, it's a tough one. I think I would I've ta- no, I wouldn't have taken it if you'd have offered me it at the start. But it was, it's been a long slog to get there, even. So I'll, I guess I've got to take it. But uh, I'm not delighted. Neither of you ever seems happy when you talk about FPL. I'm just going to say that. I haven't been happy with FPL since I started this podcast. It's a joyless exercise, but it brings us all together in misery. Um, huh. you know, well, you are very British, so finding something that makes you miserable is, is um, perfect. And we've been having various competitions all year, and it's just great that I beat Ian again and normality resumed, because after yep. last year, you know, I wasn't very happy. So I can now be called FPL expert again, um, and I've got it in my Twitter handle and everything. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Twitter, Oscar, our season-long bet of uh, would oh. Christian Benteke or Timo Werner be the best striker of all time? And Didn't they end in a tie? They in the ended in a tie, so neither yeah. of us has to... Um, I You don't even have a Twitter anymore, so... It's, it's still there. I've still got Harry... That wouldn't be very fair, <laughs> even if you had one. I've got Harry Kane as my background from last year's failed bet, so... Do you? That's funny. Yeah, I'll change it eventually. Um, so yeah, there we go. Timo Werner and Christian Benteke are both suitably level in terms of ability, and uh, no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah, just ignore the Champions League that's completely. Just, just a fact. That's just a fact. No, it wasn't part of it. Put Benteke in there. It's a, it's a there. farmer's league. Exactly. It's a farmer's league. Going on a European tour. Forget about it. Uh, um, so yeah, so that's uh, fantasy, FPL. Uh, we mentioned it a few times. Let's get on the uh, old Predictor League. Predictor League! Yeah. Woo! Uh, my voice is starting to go a little bit. I can feel it. So I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I can't do 
Uh, Your voice is going. I feel like my voice is going. And from our night out, I got a ping from the app saying that I was a close contact of someone with COVID from that day. Uh Uh-oh. One, I didn't even know the app was still working. And two, none of you fuckers got it. So it must have been on my train up or something. It was was all those people you were tonguing in the bar. It was ridiculous. (laughs) You'll do anything for that Patreon money, baby. You'll do whatever. Yep. (laughs) Never mind the fact that it's free until the new season (laughs) starts. Yes, that's right. Um, You can join us on the Slack. um, Completely free until the new season starts. I think that would be August, wouldn't it, when we restart the payments again. So you get a good few months of that. Um, You'll be able to listen back, like Oscar said before, about any bonus podcasts. And as well, should you wish to, you'll get our FPL previews. And if you you carry on um, for just, uh, what is it, $5 a month? believe um then you can keep uh, getting those pods extra pods each week um and just all the goodness all the goodness that comes with it and also if you want to or if you are brazen enough to make stupid bets and lose those bets you can sign up as a socket to me patreon where i will curate <laughs> a month's supply of socks for you much like our very good friend let it breathe, baby, because we finally got a suck it to me Patreon because Andrew Penn prays from Sutton. It's mouth rights checks that his body can't cash. And uh, because I beat Jeff on a technicality, now has to be a suck it to me Patreon for six months and I will have to send a load of socks um, <laughs> oh to, to a country that so is very far away. he's getting 180 pairs of socks No, he's us? getting 31 30. pairs of socks. <laughs> 31. He'll oh, get 31 it's not every month. No, no, no. I'm not going to buy cheap shit. That's why, guys. You're going to yeah, get exactly. quality. They'll be good. They'll be, They'll be the bamboo the, shit. <laughs> the 30 best socks he's ever had. The problem is, Andy lives internationally, and I'm really <gasps> worried that the postage costs are actually going to come back and bite me in the ass. but maybe I'll invoice him. Maybe <laughs> I'll was, invoice that, him. That was the other subtext, the subplot, that, which was why it was so good that Chuck beat Jeff on transfers made. <laughs> <laughs> because that also meant that Andy had to be a socket to me Patreon. Oh my god. Oh, layers. Um, right. So but, join it, our Patreon and we too can ruin your day on the last day of the season. Congratulations. Yeah, me too can put your marriage at risk by you making <laughs> reckless purchases um, and having to explain <laughs> the packages that arrive. Uh, so the Predictor League, anyway, getting back to it. Oh, Predictor yeah. League, obviously everyone put in their predictions at the start of the year uh, about where they thought each team would finish and so i'm gonna run through it much like golf the lower score is the better score uh we start off way down with quinn and frida with uh, jeff pedder jeff pedder down there in 39th poor jeff. jeff um above jeff we have harry johnson and then at craven cottage cheese still makes me laugh uh, tied with johnny worthington and mark daffin and Oof. up the forest um, then above him we have Casper and Nate Whittam, Oscar Dalton. Sorry, Oscar, you've been beaten by your father again. Um, not like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, does your dad even know you? He entered maybe because he won last year. Uh, Gina is above that with Lynn. Uh, match day three six five. Eric Freeman, Toby Hammond, FPL Man of God, and at FPL underscore pup. Um, all tied up on 25 uh, with 64 points. We then have Adam P, resident punching bag, and Harvey uh, on 62 points. Now we're getting up there. Do, 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 do. Tied on 60 points, the two most attractive 
members of this podcast, uh, myself and Oscar, on 60 Obviously. points with the Always Cheating Boys and Dave Mateo and Matthew Gold. Gold. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate you saying it as well, Oscar. There. Um, yep. Finley Stimson and Natasha. Uh, all on 60 points. We then go above John OG on 56 and on 54 points. Andy Pempraise, he's from Sutton. He owns a lot of socks now, or will do eventually. Um, FPL player, Papa Dalton, Tom of Townley, Pad Full, and uh, I've put these into the final tables now so we know where we are. Remember, I did a few different aggregates and different places where I said it. Uh, we have the Athletic, the Athletic Writers uh predictions for where they, the teams are going to finish on 54 points uh, so tied up in 12th okay i i beat the athletic okay you did beat the athletic ian by two points to take us up to sixth place or well actually fourth place and i'll explain why in a minute on 52 points is ian Sam, whoa, Black Betty, Bambalam, whoa, Black Betty, Bambalam, Sam Demi had a child, Bambalam, damn thing gone wild, Bambalam. Sam met Erling Haaland the other week and wouldn't get me a video of him saying the Miles Offside podcast is the greatest podcast. Right. So, fucking bullshit. Banished from the land. Um, really disappointing. We, we also have Safira Gold. Gold. He's getting better. And fucking Alex Sampson one. with the good Dr. Emily, who I finally remembered to add to the spreadsheet. Um, Thank hey. you. I forgot we had that. Uh, <laughs> and also tied on 52 were the Bet365 preseason odds uh, for how the season was going to go. So, wow. Ian, okay. you once again have matched the gambling odds, <laughs> me meaning I think you cheated. No. Uh, or at least some of these people did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's possibly true. Now we get up into the big boy shit. Third place at FPL Facts. He had Palace in 20th. Um, then in Ooh. second place, Jimmy. Just Jimmy. I really should remember who these people are. 48 <laughs> points. And our winner. Congratulations to Mr. Ruben Byman. Woo! Bravo, bravo. Ruben Byman, 44 points. Uh, unfortunately, Ruben, um, you will now have to try and get in touch with Ian to get the money back. Good luck. That's all right. I've already um, seen him on Twitter. Next week, I'll be in touch with the money. Why is it always taking until next week? Have you got a phone Switzerland or something? You're not fucking Rockefeller. He Just has know. to sell his posh coin. I, I have We've a, been I, over this. I have a cash flow problem because I've invested in Peterborough United. This so is it. It's, it's after and Peterborough United have a cash flow problem, which is why it's a pyramid scheme. It's all a fucking pyramid scheme. Don't, don't, so. No one lend Ian Stimson any money. Um, this will please Oscar because <laughs> atop the tree is the 538 preseason predictions. Uh, on 40 points and uh, also matching the table to the XG differential and FB ref that is the most accurate measure as we have it wow. of the season so 38 um, so we don't know more than stats guys unfortunately this year but we some of you know more than the gambling companies and the athletic so you two can join for one pound per month um, get all their good content <laughs> uh, and that's it that's it for Predictor League. What else do we have? Oh, predictions. Well, that's it. It's not it for predictions. That's the thing. Because um, we were foolish enough to do what we do every year and make some make some uh, pre-season predictions. Um, few and categories. then, as usual, forget that we've made them and forget what the categories were. It's good, though. Yes, correct. It's good because I've com completely forgotten. I haven't, I've only filled in the columns with the results. I haven't looked at our actual predictions yet. So the categories were we had to guess the Premier League winner. We had to guess who got relegated. We had to guess who w would win the sack race. The total number of goals in the, in the Premier League season. The Golden Boot winner. 
expected points overperformer and underperformer and we each had to give a weird prediction of the season uh, so, I forgot this I'm really upset because I have a really good history of the goals um, didn't I get it right or was I one away you and two like away bang on one year yeah let's take it category by category then um, so Premier League winner was obviously Manchester City can either of you remember who you went for I would have said Chelsea, probably. I, I, I think I said Chelsea going by my predictor league, if I matched it. Okay. Oscar, you said Chelsea. Chuck, you also said Chelsea. And I said Man City. Fuck oh. you. No, I mean, it's not, exactly, it's not exactly a groundbreaking prediction, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No loyalty whatsoever. No, but yours was blind loyalty. Mine was like, yeah, variance, and they just won the Champions League. They, you know, yeah, what, the vibes what were could, good. What could possibly happen to derail Chelsea's success? Oh, wait. Um, international crises. Um, yeah. Who could have foreseen that coming? Uh, we didn't put weird thing to happen in this yeah. year, did we? No one yeah, guessed yeah, that. Yeah, weird today, prediction of the season. Yeah. Did we? Fuck, we some did. people might be getting a lot of questions. If they got that right. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll go with who gets uh, who gets relegated. So obviously it was Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. Um, let's go with Oscar first. Oscar went with Newcastle, Norwich, and Southampton. Okay. Oof. I mean, you weren't to know that they'd get you know Newcastle would get bought out by uh, oil money Saudis. and uh, yeah. put the best manager in the world in, according to some media outlets. Um, mm. Southampton though that well Southampton are a funny they one. They should aren't they? be there. They'll be there next year. They finished below Everton unexpected. Well, and the second half of the season was just fucking dog shy. Um, I stand by those takes, but obviously they were wrong. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Norwich, yeah. Brentford, Watford. So you only had the B team wrong. Oh. Wow. To be fair, yeah, I think Brentford would have been in a lot of people. Um, I mean, just for resources, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I worry about them next year. Well, you could have second season syndrome, yeah. Yeah, which is big. You know, you look at look at Sheffield United. They came in with a different tactical identity, did really, really well. They got 50 points, I think, their first year. And then, yeah, just struggled. But, but I wonder or because... Or Leeds, for that matter. Well, Brentford, yeah. yeah. But Brentford are less dependent on one kind of tactic, I guess. And like mm. all of their numbers, they deserve this year. Like they deserve to be where they are. In fact, even higher compared to everyone else. So, mm. feels a bit more secure, doesn't it? But we'll see. This is it. Two out of three. I'll take that. The meatloaf. And I also got two out of three. Burnley, Brentford, Watford. Okay. So I called the Burnley, but I, I thought Norwich would stay up. Outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah. I deserve to lose a million points for that. <laughs> okay, you heard that, Oscar. Ian's on minus one. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Two out of three said yes, so yeah, boom, sure. ratified. Sure. Um, okay, sack race winner. Now, the sack race winner, can you any of you remember who actually won the sack race? Yeah, no. he released the dragon and um, <laughs> he was gone, 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 gone. It was Cisco Munoz. It was, yeah. It seven was, games, it was... seven points, one point per game average. Now, I don't Sacked. know whether any of us actually played the percentages and, and, and got went for the Watford manager, but we'll see. Oscar went with Ole. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, uh, what was he, like okay. the third or fourth to get the bullet? Something like that. But, yeah. Yeah, he was up there. Mm. He was he was way longer than we thought. And to be honest, in hindsight, he probably should have just stayed. <laughs> well, yeah, mate. And I mean yeah. that. Yeah, that's bizarre. But, yeah, you're absolutely just right. Just to finish out the season. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah why fucking not? Fucking hell. 
This has been crazy. Rang Rangnick doesn't even know that the new guy's in in the stadium. Apparently, <laughs> fuck me. How to, how to tell you're on the way out? They just stop texting you. Yeah. <laughs> They're a fucking basket case. I'm so annoyed at West Ham and fucking Brighton. Mostly Brighton because I can be. Obviously, it's like they fucking Danny Welbeck, the bastard. Let Man United at least in, but it's. But I really enjoy the fact that the prism of all of the narrative isn't. It's not about Man United doing something. It's about what West Ham could have done, and mm. so I'm just enjoying every day Manchester United becoming less and less relevant in all of our lives. Genuine, it's absolutely genuinely happening. That just the mm. you know we said the fear's gone and yeah the relevance is starting to go. Um, Chuck Sacrace winner. Can you remember who you went for? Uh, I feel like. I said Dean Smith. No, you didn't. You actually went Hasenhutl. Oh, the hotel. But you did put it in brackets. But it should be the Watford one, for fuck's sake, and probably second two. So you did did foresee two Watford seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. um, I'm not going to take that as a... That's the same percentage percentage as you picking Man City to win the league. I don't know. Seeing two Watford seconds is pretty good. Um... And I went for Arteta, which three games in was looking pretty hot. But uh, yeah, wow. So I would say Oscar won that one because both of our picks stayed That's, in the yeah, league. That, yeah, that has to be right. Yeah, I'll give Oscar a point there. Okay, so here, take it. here's the one you're interested in, Chuck. Then total goals. Now this season is one goal away from being the highest scoring season oh. in the 20 team wow. Premier League era. 1072 then. It's 1,071 this season, yeah, uh, 1,072 is the... I, I fucking the, know that, because I guessed it! <laughs> it's the record. So, highest wins here. Um, Oscar, 1,040. Chuck, 998. Uh, I thought there would be a hey, big regression this year. And me, 10,000? 10,000! Uh, 10, <laughs> 1,030. So that goes to you, Oscar. Yes! Point to Oscar, I'll take it. I would like to rescind Oscar's earlier point for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Right, Golden Boot winner. Um, So the Golden Boot was shared, obviously, between Salah and Son. Yeah, there goes the first question in the quiz. (laughs) Okay, but you... (laughs) Well, whatever. Right, Uh, Oscar, can you remember who you chose for Golden Boot winner? Oh, God, did I pick Timo Werner? Yeah, yeah, he did. That's amazing! <laughs> Go me! As many as four. Oh, oh that's incredible. And I'm I'm not going to laugh because I think mine was Romelu Lukaku. Yep. Yep. And mine too. There you <laughs> so, go. There you go. Yeah. We are fucking idiots. We, we all got screwed over by the Chelsea season. Um, Point to me and Ian for being closest. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever. This is obviously um, rigged anyway. <laughs> Well, who's counting? Anyway, um, right. we also did <laughs> expe- expected points over performer and under performer. Uh, so based on uh, understat, the expected points over performer was Wolves and the expected perfor- points under performer was Watford. Really? Not Palace? No, Palace, uh, Palace had expected points of 58 and finished on 48. Uh, Wolves had expected points of forty point five and finished on fifty one. So it's, it's literally uh, about so by half eleven. A point, isn't yeah. It? So yeah. So we are looking at yeah Wolves and Watford. Uh, Oscar, you said the expected points over performer would be Crystal Palace, uh, and oh, expected close. points under performer would be Man United. 
Sadly, they probably performed exactly to their level this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chuck, you said the expected points over performer would be Aston Villa. I mean, a lot of people were tipping Aston Villa and they didn't really fucking do anything. Mm. And expected points under performer would be Brighton, just to (laughs) keep that narrative going. Yeah. Um, And I also put expected points under performer as Brighton, but I put expected points over performer as Spurs. We were all pretty off there, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't give yeah, anybody I'm points not, for I'm not working out the maths. I'm not working out the maths for that. Um, right, weird prediction of the season. Uh, let's start with you, Oscar. So you put... Please no one <laughs> Please, no one said sanctions that meant that my club owner's assets got <laughs> yeah, frozen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weirdly, Oscar, you put, yeah, international political situation means my club has to be sold under the UK government's control. Yeah. Um, no, you put uh, Spurs to finish below a promoted side. Wow. wow. Harsh. Well, I didn't know they'd get Antonio Conte. Sorry, excuse me. Well, that's true. Yeah, wishful thinking there, though. But Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been 14th or lower. Yeah, quite a long way off there. Quite, bit yeah. off, bit off, yeah. Chuck, in the classic hedge, said Watford will make it through the whole season with the same manager. Yeah. I do it every year. I do it every year. I do it every year. I take a chance. I believe. I'd say positive. Never mind. Mm. Seven fucking games. That lasted. (laughs) (laughs) And he was the good one. And he was the good one. And uh, and I put Ian Wright gets the Palace job after Vieira gets sacked. (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst take of all, clearly. (laughs) It's a weird prediction. I mean... Yeah, it, it, I mean, time means it's only contained to this season. So if that happens in like next year or the year after, ooh. doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> but there you go. That's the conclusion of the predictions this season. So I think they were. no one wins. <laughs> I, you could tell by those. We, none of us won. <laughs> none of us. <laughs> wins. No one wins. The listeners didn't win. They've made it this far. But let's um, for the final time this season, guys. Let's. Quiz! Yeah, uh, he's brought it back. Yay, the, the kids' toys, toys are back. Kids' toys back. <laughs> um, they, everything was tied up in the quizzes. Um, so, therefore, it's a big old bumper version of the quizzes. Um, in that, there will be five quizzes today. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I love it. I so love it so much. It will be about winning each of the quizzes. Um, so, so, there's five you know, points on have- offer today. Yeah, yeah, sure. If Love you, you want to like nail down a format or something like that. So, uh, first part is standard question and answer. There are seven questions. So, uh, guys, give me the golden boot winner. <laughs> guys, just give me the golden boot winner. How do you spell Timo Werner? <laughs> Second one, who had the most assists? Who finished the season with the most assists? It's a Premier League, of course, before Oscar comes in with one of his silly caveats. Fair, fair, fair. That sounds like me. Number the third. Who won the Golden Glove? Question four. Who had the most clean sheets this season? Hmm. Who had the most clean... As in a player. Oh. Which player had the most clean sheets this season? Question five. In terms of FB ref XG differential, which team was the most positions up for the season? So who was the Burnley of the season? Oh, I see. Do we... We're we're keeping it as Burnley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we can change it to like the Memorial Burnley. 
the Burnley Memorial Award or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop it. We'll workshop yeah. it. I'm not redoing the jingle. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> ooh, he's not better than he ought to be. I don't, I don't think he can't do we, it anymore, guys. He's lost we, it. Like recorded it now. I don't think we could do it as good as it's done there. And that's just pulled from no. uh, uh, you. Well, doing... it's more the fact that it will be so long. Uh, Oscar will know then it's you, as opposed to what we actually had, which was about a season and a half before we realised it was Ian doing yeah. the second bit. Well, yeah, um, no, no. I'm doing the first bit. You're doing the second bit. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't <laughs> listen to it. To be honest, I haven't listened back. Uh, question six: Which three teams conceded the most goals? Which three teams uh, got the most goals? Uh, do you want a point for each? We'll do a point for each if you want. Yeah. Whatever. You're the quiz yeah. quiz wizard. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, isn't it? It's game <laughs> week 38. No one's, no one's fucking listening by this point. They're all on the beach. <laughs> if only. And the final question. This one is about who gets the closest. So, Manchester City and Liverpool, of course, have been dominant over the last four seasons, we shall say. If you add up their points each, how many more points have Manchester City earned than Liverpool across the last four seasons in total? Oh, shit, me. I mentioned a similar stat the other week. Answers to question one, uh, Golden Boot winner. Oh, I tricked you because there were two winners. (laughs) It was Son and Salah. Son and Salah. A point each, yeah! Go on, mate. It's totally irrelevant. <laughs> point each. Just want to be clear. Yep. Uh, most assists. That Salah. was also Mo Salah. Yep. Ah, but son. Oh, oh you poo head. They mentioned that on Double Pivot last week. They had a yeah. whole thing. Golden Glove. The Golden Glove was also shared I by said Edison and Allison. So you get a point if you said Allison, a point if you said Edison, and two points if you said both. Uh, just the one. I just got the one. Which one did you say, Ian? Edison. Due to squad rotation, each of them only got 20 clean sheets, and Virgil van Dijk uh, was part of 21 oh, clean sheets. I said Kyle Walker. I put Cancelo. I was going to say it would be goalkeeper or defender and then you blah, 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 blah. And someone will probably look it up and see a midfielder got more. But that doesn't fucking count. No. Uh, the most overperforming team, the team that deserves to be where they are the least in the world, wolves. is my least favourite team, but one of my favourite animals. Yes, it is wolves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's why I really like wolves just as a construct, but just not the team. Great crest, yeah. though. So cool. You like that one? The geometric design, it looks like a wolf, but it's so aesthetically pleasing because it's symmetrical, rotationally, sort of, and, like, linearly. Oh, my God. It's good. It's a fantastic design. Fantastic design. You finished? Are you finished? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, You're listening to Graphic Design. Uh, the three teams that scored the, uh, sorry, that conceded the most goals this season were Norwich City, mm-hmm. Leeds United, mm-hmm. and Watford. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Nailed it. All three. Oh, did you get One, it as well, Oscar? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. One point for each. Now, this will be closest gets it for how many more points than Manchester City have earned over Liverpool across the last four seasons. Oscar, what did you put? I said three. You said three. Ian, what have you put? Yep, three. Oh, for f- right. Well, you get a point each then. <laughs> uh, it's actually one. 
Is it? There is one point difference wow. between Manchester City and Liverpool across the last four See, seasons. I did wonder because I thought from, I said it was one the other week and the difference is the same. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I doubt from it memory, from memory, it's like 365 to 364 or something like that, averaging 90 points each a season. Incredible. Um, Incredible. And there's one point different between us. So, top them up. Top up. I got Oscar, nine. what did you get? Oh, you got nine. Eight. Well played. Okay, uh, we do Oscar's jingle really quick. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, which one is it? Oh, I can't remember. It's got up to you. There it is. Enough. Stop. Hey. Enough. Hey. Enough. One fifth of the quiz is down. You get one fifth of the jingle. The next one, it's the return <laughs> of a classic. I'm going to really badly describe a team's yes. crest, and you're going to need to tell me Love what this game. it is. Um, <laughs> Incredible. After a conversation with Alex Sampson, I realised that I really didn't manage this last time. Um, so you're only going to get three guesses, but I'm going to keep going forever. So if you, so to stop <laughs> you from just doing all of the teams, because I'm not going to manage it. Uh, you only get three guesses each, okay. all right? That'll do when I it. I don't think it was chaos last time. I it was, it was... Listening back, we were just saying names. It was more of a conversation, yeah. yeah. So, Fair enough. this one is a Premier League team. Oh, it's a Premier League team. Uh, the badge is a shape, shape, many shapes. <laughs> Some would say if you look on, look at it, it's kind of very much a hat on a hat situation. That, like, did they need to do as much as they did? Who knows? Um... Talking for it now, I think I might have done this club last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So it's, a, um, it's a busy badge and you did it last time. Uh, yeah. If you, you know, when you sit down with your parents and you have the conversation, you know, like about about the sex and they, mm. they refer to it as a certain type of conversation. It's got both of those things on it. There's, uh, there's... The ding, okay, ding, ding, ding. Okay. So Ian's guest Brentford. Oscar? I'm going to say Watford. It is not Watford. You are both lost, I guess, each. Okay. Um, uh, Oscar can see, probably see all these colours. Um, <laughs> one of them's like a shade of a colour, so he might not be able to see it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, you'd be all right, mate. Um, okay, cool. Got, got those things, what, what knights hold, lots of. Uh, two of them, right. in fact. And oh. um, the thing they use to hold it as well. Um, a hand, that's what it's called. There's a hand on it. You might think it's Aston Villa, but it's not. Oh, um, ding, ding. Yeah. West Ham. No. Oh. One guest left for Oscar. Um, a multicolored baguette on the top, like a spiky baguette. That's a bit weird. Uh, I'm zooming in now. Diamonds, um, a spiky what staircase. Spiky no staircase idea. like of uh, Lego and a ribbons. Uh, ribbons. There's, there's, uh, ding. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley. Oh, he's done it with the last guess. It is Burnley. It. It's the other team that's, uh, claret and blue or red and blue. Right. Of course. There yeah. we go. Well done, Oscar. Uh, well done. An- another 20% of the jingle. It's up to you. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop. 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 Right. That's two quizzes down. So Oscar is 2 0 up. <laughs> So if uh, I win the this, one. I, the next one I win is is the title for the season. Yeah, sure, but I'm doing all the quizzes because I we'll put carry it on. Yeah, we'll carry on. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we did this before, but this is a shortened version of it. You guys picked a letter before uh, before we recorded. That's the word. Time. Um, <laughs> and I've come up with five questions based on that. Um, you will only have ten seconds, and all of the answers need to begin with that letter. So, Oscar, you have G for mm-hmm. golf, mm-hmm. and Ian, you have L for oh, 
god damn it. You got a better letter than me, Ian? Loser! Because I was going to say a word and that's an answer in yours. So, I've decided that Oscar will go first. Okay. You will have ten seconds. Yep. Am I, am I writing stuff or am I saying it out loud? You've got to say it out loud. Don't, don't okay. write it. Don't write it. Okay. That's not how it works. Right. Say it out loud. Your letter is G. Three, two, one. English football team. Uh... Uh, <laughs> green rovers <Time's> up. <laughs> comma forest <laughs> oh, right so Ian you need to get rough. one oh, is there one though is there one with the letter G I mean uh, I'm sure yeah, there is could, but like you can have had uh, Grimsby uh-huh. uh, Gateshead Gillingham no um, uh, good, good. tough probably one more. Tough one, yeah. I, I never would have had a chance. I, I might have this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, you have 10... T- you, you, you say that. Um, <laughs> you will have 10 seconds. Your letter is L, L, and your time starts now. English football team. <laughs> Leeds. Premier League player. Oh, Premier League player. Uh, Lalana. Fucking hell. Right, you got two. Well done. Arrogant. I I, I Name two English sure teams. Right, play your, play your jingle. <laughs> I still don't think I understood that format at all. Right, no more jingle. You had to give an answer. You could. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't say you could have passed. <laughs> but you did it last time. You should have known, for fuck's sake. Um, I thought I had to name as many teams as well. But anyway, fine. Right, I, uh, <laughs> let's do this one first, because then we can end on a bluffer if it's a tiebreaker. Um, so this one I have ripped off from a quiz format that the Football Ramble used to do. Uh, it is going for gold. Yay. <laughs> so I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to read through facts that get more obvious about a player. You get one one guess on each fact you say stop or say your name to do your guess but if you guess on that fact you know the other person gets a free guess and then we go on yeah okay so here we go i was born on the 27th of may 1994 in argen france how many years after the summer of love uh ding ding <laughs> ngolo kante I- incorrect oh. ian would you like a guess free guess uh pogba it is not Paul Pogba. I have scored 17 goals in 310 appearances for the four senior clubs I have played for. Uh, uh, that is not uh, Kante. It, right, that was literally Oscar's first guess. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I, I was too busy thinking fucking. myself. So. Did you think, oh, well, no, it might not have been from the first... Co- fucking <laughs> dickhead. Uh, I'll throw a guess out <sighs> for free. Thanks, Ian. Mbappe? Yeah, it is not Mbappe. Okay. Uh, Mbappe does not turn 28 in three days. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, he scored more than 17 goals. <laughs> I have made 15 appearances for my national team, scoring once. Oh, okay. Ding, ding, ding. Oscar. Anthony Martial. It is not Anthony oh. Martial. Ian? Ooh. Um... I haven't got a guess. No, I haven't no? got a guess. Okay. No. Okay. No, we move on. No. Number four. I played six times in Euro 2020, which is when I scored my one goal. Ding, ding, ding. Oscar. Uh, Osman Dembele. It is not Usman Dembele. Again, probably scored more than 17 goals in 310 appearances and doesn't turn 28 in three days. Okay. 
Ian, anything? No? Uh, Gwendoozy? It is not Gwendoozy. Number five. I am only the second French-born player to play for Athletic Bilbao after Bichente Lizarazu due to my Basque heritage. I am in trouble. <laughs> that is the fifth one. We can move on. Yeah, move we'll on. Number six. Don't have a guess. Number six. After receiving Spanish citizenship in 2021, I received approval from FIFA to switch national teams despite playing 51 times for the France youth setup. <laughs> oh, interesting. I'm completely striking out here. Number six. I, oh, moved, I moved from Bilbao to the Premier League in January 2018 for a then club record fee of £57 million. Ding, ding, ding. Oscar. Uh, Kepa? It is not Kepa. He was, <laughs> he was not that cheap, sir. <laughs> he was £72 oh, million, pounds, and don't you dare chop a pound off that. All right. Ian? No, I haven't got anything. I'm doing that thing where my mind has gone completely. Oh, Kepa also doesn't score goals. That was really stupid. Information. Yeah, he doesn't score goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, are layers. there are layers. Yeah. I mean, we can go on to the last one. Yeah, go on. Is there any more clues? Because I'm struggling. This there. is this is the last clue. He's a Premier League player switched from France. Do you want me, I'll to go Spain. through all of it right before we yeah, go okay, to the yeah, last yeah, one. Fine, fine. Born. 27th of May 94 in France. 17 goals and 310 appearances for four senior clubs. 15 appearances for his national team, scoring once. Six of those at Euro 2020, including the goal. Then I pulled the old switcheroo on you and said yeah, he was French-born, but has Basque heritage and has received Spanish citizenship despite playing 51 times for the France you've set up and has moved from Bilbao to the Premier League for £57 million in January 2018. The last clue. Though I don't score often, when I do... Ding, 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 ding. Oscar. Fernando Llorente. It is not Fernando... Who's Fernando Llorente? A Spanish striker. Don't worry about it. Okay. So this is Ian's now. Please, someone get it. I didn't do a tiebreaker if we got to two all. (laughs) Though I don't score often, when I do, I do a celebration which has been described as looking like a stupid fucking octopus. (laughs) I've got it. He's got um, it. Laporte. Hey, he's Eric Laporte. <laughs> I'm Eric Laporte. Wow. It's all in me. Stop the jingle. Brilliant. Very nice. Yes, I'm Eric Laporte. Pulled the old switcheroo, moved for £57 million to City, which was their record fee at the time. So it all comes down to this, gentlemen. <laughs> the final one. And of course, it would be the bluffer. Let's get the bluffer thing really quick. Oh, God. Wow, this one's for all the marbles, Ian. Enough. Thank God, you. The record scratch is getting a good run out. really is. You might need to change the record. Um, <laughs> so the final one is a bluffer. Now, it kind of feeds off something we did last week. You may think it gives you some clues, but beware. I have got the 25 players that have scored 10 or more goals this season in the Premier League. Okay, okay. Now, of course, how many, we did how the many? 25. Now, of course, we did the top scorers from each team last week, but quite a few of those were below 10. So just bear that in mind. There are 25. This one's for all the marbles, as Oscar said. 
I'm going to throw to Ian first, because I know Oscar's going to say seven. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. Correct. Yeah, so I thought, you know, give him a few more bids. Okay, I'll say seven. Also, Ian, not to put any more pressure on, but you could do a Man City here and come from 2-0 down. That's true. <laughs> Just that <saying>. is true. <laughs> Narrative. Uh, I'll go 11. Yeah. Ele- oh, ele- God, that's a lot. I will go uh, 13. Let's have it. Come on, Oscar. He's uh, taking your favourite number. 15. Will you allow him that injustice? 15, keeping it odd. I I can't go higher than that. No. I mean, you can, but... You, no, I, yeah. yeah, but I'm not going to. No, go on, 15. 15 for all the marbles. Oscar Puente. Uh, well, we know Son and Salah are there. Ding and ding. Uh, so I'm assuming is... that Kane and Mane are also there. Three and four. And Jota, for that matter. That is five. Um, Zaha had 14, I remember. Correct. That is six. Um, uh, De Bruyne had a bunch. We talked about that. He had a bunch. That is correct. I believe that is the term. Uh, Vardy, Seven. Vardy always has a lot. Eight. Um, Mason Mount for Chelsea. Nine. Uh, Bukayo Saka for Arsenal. Ten. Um, Ronaldo. Eleven. Four more. Um, Sterling. Twelve. Three more. Oh my gosh, that was close. That one was scary. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, Ivan Tony. Yeah. 13. So you've got the top 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. You've got the top 11. Okay. Um, 12, 13. Two more. Uh, Richarlison was Everton from last week. 10 goals. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> you lucky bastard. Well, let's see how lucky I am. Timu Puki. Oh, Puki, definitely. You're, you're fine. <laughs> Play the music. Oh, dear. There it's you go. Up to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Congratulations, Oscar. uh, As the winner, I get to control the quiz next year. I will be the new quiz wizard. Can you make Ian do it so that we get sound ones, or can you get a thing? Because I don't have the tech for it. (laughs) Uh, We can get him a soundboard, I'm sure. Yeah, well, congratulations then, Oscar. Uh, You are the quiz winner, and as such, I take off the wizard hat and pass you on the quiz. (laughs) Fuck with with that. Jesus Jesus. Christ, Emily just shot me with a Nerf gun. Sorry, that's how we always finish the pod. The traditional quiz celebration in the end of the pod. Um, It is the end of the season. Thank you all so much uh, (laughs) for listening, contributing, joining us on on the Slack and being part of us on the socials and, and yeah, just being all round bloody lovely people. Um, you, you're the reason we do what we do. You are the wind beneath my wings. Um, Ian, after all this time, still hasn't. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, do, I always do exactly what you say. Yeah, I know. Congratulations to Manchester City on winning the league. Uh, 
commiserations to actually none of them fuck them they're all gone <laughs> um, say goodbye Oscar bye Oscar say goodbye Mr Ian Stimson bye guys thank you very much for listening and as ever thanks to our producers Johnny Nate Jeff Sam Danby Mark Daffin and Andy Pempraise he's from Sutton and also about to get a lot of socks <laughs> and don't forget to wear your sunglasses this summer I did I wore them on Sunday <laughs>